Space beef like, band, like, god damn like, it. She's hungry for Mongolia barbecue and dick. Basically, what's gonna happen is every week we're gonna offer to suck Mark out. Steve, yeah, do you okay. realize how bad of an idea this was? This is an idiotic so 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 episode. Yeah, exactly. How backstreet boys? It's like, what are you doing? Do you know what you're doing? Shit, we gotta be over here. here. <laughs> like, as a friend, <laughs> as a friend, come on, guys. Spanish open up. An incredibly poor decision and literally betrays everything that the beef such is about. Welcome back to the Lost Beat 6 show. It's good to be back. Sorry we've been out for like a year and uh, maybe less than a year, but it feels like a year. I'm coming back from a trip from Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, where I was uh, able to hang out with the uh, Zen Red Brothers, which are Zach and Dylan, uh, in their new abode that they just uh, recently bought up there. And um, they've been pretty busy and hard to get a hold of because they've been uh, traveling around the country and a little beyond that as they as, as the Everly Brothers Tribute Act with their partner Burley Drummond. Anyway, it's been a, they they're they're great people. It's really it's it's been uh it's been really fun. Uh we're actually going to split this like we did the Deltas episode. I'm going to talk to each brother separately. There's a lot of interviews they they do and you know, I think when they end up doing a brother tandem it ends up being some more, sort of um either routine or uh, comical in a non good way uh it's it's just kind of fun to talk to each brother individually and kind of get to know them you know they have different personalities and different ways about looking at things and anyways it's good to good to really chat with each 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 brother figure out what they're working on since they've sort of bought the house and started to transition themselves into settling down into uh their new home we're gonna first start off with dylan zamed who just put out a an ep of his own working um it's available on soundcloud i will send a link on the blog on the on the site and the and the podcast information place and uh you should really 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 check it out because the dude writes great songs um and this is sort of his his crafting you know he wanted to do everything himself he wanted to write it himself wanted to record it mix it perform it everything's all him so uh check that out i'll i'll send a link below and uh, yeah, we'll get on with the show. All right. Hopefully the jiggle of the ice doesn't uh, cause uh, a disturbance to anyone who listens. You know? I think it'll, it'll cause... Um Enhanced jealousy. It is it, green this, envious margarita rage. Yeah, the the Rio <laughs> margarita. This is, yeah. is unofficially sponsored by TC Craft, Tennessee Nashville Tequila. Wonderful. I'm a very soft speaker, so I just gotta get in close. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like a Mexican Christmas. <laughs> so, um, this is this is I, I guess I have to welcome you to the show or whatever this is now. I yeah, what, what is this? This is the Lost Beat Six podcast, the Lost Beat Six show that I started like three years ago and then been on and off. Yeah, doing God knows what because I actually have to work for a living, which is good. It's good. It's usually it's a thing I do when I'm not really busy. Yeah, but I have been busy. But I'm trying to get it back into regular. You know, you kind of have to work at it. You know, put it things and. Um, Absolutely, get things I, on the right track. Every there's, I mean, it, I think all creative endeavors have been flow, mm-hmm. depending on the time and the the responsibilities you right. have. And but yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I'm I, happy you, to be a part of whatever yeah, you're thanks doing. Thanks for thanks for um, thanks for having me this past week. And so this has been fantastic. This is your house is awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> this I, little uh, apartment pad of yours is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. For. I guess for anyone who listens, they're not sure what we're talking about, but that's true. Right. I've been, I've been, I could, I might be able to explain it to him on the intro. Good. So I'll All keep right, them, I'll, I'll, I'll keep stay out of like thinking about the listener. Yeah, then. don't worry about that. Okay, because there's like three of them. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. hey, three it's people. Probably, it's probably going to be uh, Ted and John on the road. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they they actually will listen to this when they're driving. Oh, and those um, guys are sweet. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, and maybe a couple of my friends. Yeah. And they go, wow, you do a great job. I go, oh, shit, you listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I have to okay, be responsible cool. now. I have to, these people, you know, there's these things that I, uh, uh, I, I'm not very good at promoting things, including myself. So it ends up being like a, oh, yeah, by the way, you, have, you just got us a podcast yeah. on the side. And I'm almost like embarrassed to talk about it. Well, you know what I, I, I always think about when it comes to like promoting yourself and I always think about, um, I remember watching an interview with uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, Mm -hmm. and he, the way he sees that whole world, like he he never um, like sought out or denied publicity. Right. You know, it it was just, he just did his work. Yeah. And the, you emanating and putting out that spirit that you want to represent the right people gravitate towards it and like you build momentum and things just happen naturally when you're doing it, you know? Right. And yeah, so he never, I, I always thought that was a great kind of headspace about it. But. Yeah. And, uh, it's, um, speaking of just time that you, you have and the limited time you have to when you're busy, you've been one of the busiest people I know oh, the last geez. three years. Whoa. <laughs> it's weird being on the road. You, you're so busy, but you're also like, you're so isolated too, mm-hmm. and uh, there are, there are moments where there's like downtime, but I don't know. I guess every second you're on the road, you're at work. You know, it's, sure. Because we're we have to be accountable for not only ourselves, um, but the business and the people involved in the business are mm-hmm. the musicians we hire and. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you, gosh, yeah, it's. <laughs> It's a full spectrum thing. We're not not autism, a full spectrum <laughs> thing, uh, meaning just the full spectrum of responsibility uh, uh, yeah. and work. And I think I think I figured that one. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. It's okay. No, we like autism. <laughs> yeah, I've got a buddy who's yeah. our da- our dad, Adrian's Med. He was uh, for the three people listening. Our dad, Adrian's Med. <laughs> he uh, he used to be the president of Actors for Autism. 
He, oh really? Yeah, yeah. He he okay. worked with them for a while, and um, there's a little fun fact for you. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, like I said, I'll, I'll throw the reference to you guys. You know, let's bowl, let's bowl, let's rock and roll every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. I'll just sneak that in there when I'm talking to either you or Zach. And yeah. Just, just to see what if you can get a ruse out of you guys. Oh, you always you know? do. <laughs> I mean, we're going to score tonight, right? Oh, man. You know, like, I, um, <laughs> it's just the three of us here, Zach, myself, and you. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> This is a very good margarita. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, so. uh, why is it purple? <laughs> no, I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> Are you feeling sleepy at all? or? Uh, I, not yet. Okay. I'm sure it's going to work soon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So, yeah, it, it, this is this, the space you have is fantastic. It's, Thank um, you, man. Uh, there's a little, you know, you just put your, your Fender Rhodes. Is it a Fender Rhodes? Yeah, the, uh, well, this is a um, piano. Yeah, and this this Rhodes is uh, our buddy Burley Drummond's. Oh, okay. We've we've he has a room at the house here that this right. room that's kind of adjacent to my mm-hmm. apartment, um, and he's brought some stuff over to keep here in the interim until he like moves in and find, buys a home kind of thing. So, okay. um, is this he, is he's actually, planning on coming out here eventually. Well, you never know. Right. He's got. Uh, one one baby, a wife, and another, another baby on the way. Down, yeah. And uh, he's building a, um, an amazing like uh, travel home bus. Right, right. Out of... Uh, the moon bus or something? Yeah, like that? Our, yeah. our moon bus. That's yeah. the Instagram stuff. It's amazing. Like, he's such a entrepreneurial spirit and, like, uh, he carves his own path, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's 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 a, a pioneer of, of great things. And We're also fans of his dad, too. Yeah. <laughs> Burley Drummond yeah. Sr. Because uh, he's an incredible... Like, have you ever sh- shook his hands? Yes. He's got beautifully soft hands. Yeah. That's the sign of a wonderful drummer, I think. I mean, I'm pretty rigid. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a great oatmeal, too. Like, Does his he? morning oatmeal is, like... For champions, it's start a day off like that. You're yeah. a winner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. But thanks for a, being here. Oh my gosh, thanks, thanks for, for this was the this is a really this is I'm, I'm glad I got to do this and come out here. And me too, man. Spend spend some time with you guys because it's well, I don't actually get a chance. This is almost like a, a little little experience like living with you guys. It's almost like a slightly like a gonzo journalism thing. You know, it's just kind of like how are these guys like to get to know your creative process. And get to know Zach's creative process and how they they can how they how they're sim- how they're similar how they're different yeah. and how like you know, I remember you guys talking to you guys in, in, in back in back in California and how they like you guys wanted your, your separate spaces just so you can just you know as, as much as you guys like to be together and you work together and everything but it's just sort of that space that you can have that's just you can claim mm-hmm. as your own. Yeah, and even even like the and stuff you're doing, you can claim as your own too. Yeah, and this, to, this to is the be chance able to plug the EP right now. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's so cool, man. Well, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, no, it's yeah that I'm just going along with what you're saying. Yeah, to be able to individuate at some that's like something we've worked really hard to achieve, mm-hmm. and we want to be able to foster our own personal kind of in creative endeavors, but then have the opportunity to come together and you know we have something special that we need to keep tending to and right. our show that we're touring with is doing that 
but it's it's it is it's a very specific aspect of of the creative world like we need to be doing our own material and mm-hmm. recording music and mm-hmm. creating music and stuff and uh for the last three years we've haven't been in one place for longer than a week yes so yes which is kind of crazy to think about i've slept in like 250 hotel bedrooms each year and like and airbnbs and all that stuff mm-hmm. and like driven across the country seven times last year and oh then God. this year already we've done like three times we drove across the country wow. um and yeah i mean and we've we've gone full on like we went we at a certain point we sold what we were living in in uh in california right in the san fernando valley and then we just like, all right, well, we're, we don't have a house. Mm-hmm. We don't want to rent a, an apartment because no. it's going to be a glorified storage space. So yes. we better, let's just work as much as we can. And yeah. like by the grace of our best friend and booking agent, Rich, <laughs> like he's, he's given us this, you know, we gave, we built it and he, he had the contacts to send us out and like make it happen. Mm-hmm. And we've just been building it ever since. And it's, you know, it's. You never would have thought we'd be doing no, this. No, this is. It's, it's it's a great it's a great. Um, it's a great thing. <laughs> Sorry, I had, no really, I had no really answer for that. It really is though. <laughs> like I, I had like a weird aversion when we were in the Janks. I had a weird aversion to like tribute bands. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, but I having stepped into this world and the way we wanted to do it from the moment we started it right it being more about history preservation and about celebrating the aesthetics of something and with people who grew up with it and like the memories involved in sure, it sure sure and the just how deep it runs or even the next generation down to share it with the next generation yeah, yeah. yeah. It, i mean the just to study a time period, like a cult, a time period in American culture, and to really dig into it and right. get to know, like as much as we can about it, and that it's educational. Like mm-hmm. it's been so transforming for our, you know, sensibility about playing music and, yeah, like that's been huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's so cool. And um, and it's still growing every every day, you know. Yeah, it's it. it I, while I've been here, it's been nothing but like Leuven Brothers, and Patsy Cline, and, um, and Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins. <laughs> yeah, and I've got his his record on my record player. Just right a now. whole bunch of just. Uh, um, uh, it's a serious uh, what they call it. I think a, a deep dive. Yeah, that's what the bloggers would call it. They sort of deep dive into a subject material and they just keep keep going. Or yeah, and it's um, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. every even I mean, it, not even music history, just any part of history. Mm-hmm. The the way in which it's documented and the way you're able to kind of you have to take things with a grain of salt, sure. of course, and for any kind of researching of history, but. And music history is incredible because yeah, it's yeah. songs are these like anchor points mm-hmm. and these like create this kind of like impendium or uh, just a, a, a discography of, of an artist can kind of you can he- almost hear their their cr- 
career narrative in their discography, right. you know, like the what they chose to do, that's the content of the music and mm-hmm. the, the the instrumentation and where it was recorded, who who was involved with all of it, who were the writers, like there's so many aspects that kind of open windows into like yeah. yeah. In that specific period of time cuz we're talking recordings from like maybe late 30s to like early 60s that's got us like a good chunk of spam uh, like chunk of spam chunk it's of spam chunk of spam is that a hawaiian that, dish yeah my, a little bit yeah i think there's some portuguese sauce <laughs> in there somewhere <laughs> but um there's a time span that, that basically kind of covers uh especially when you consider like the technology of recording yeah. and capturing and most of the time that was capturing for preservation and capturing performance and it wasn't you know but kind of in the 60s when that became recording became an art form and became its own creative tool yeah um most of the time it's like those those tunes are all almost they're all like folklore and traditionals that were long since you know you know like the alan lomax tier um of of like uh traditional american roots uh, of hillbilly music or Acadiana or stuff that came back in, in the mid, the song structures of the Appalachian, um, uh, yeah, the Appalachian culture. I is it Jimmy Rogers and the Carter family? You know about like the like the first country where country music was born. Right, right. This uh, where was it? it? Was Zach and I just drove through there? <laughs> this city on the cusp of Virginia and Tennessee, like the State Street is. Like you're on the border, yeah, and it's where the like the first recordings in 1927 were oh, done that yeah. were like nationally, like syn- yeah. uh, not syndicated but um, yeah. uh, broadcast distributed. And bro- okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's but yeah, the, but those songs. So yeah, cause late th- late twenties and into like the late fifties and early sixties. I mean the. Radio was huge. Yeah. That was kind of the biggest thing for entertainers. Mm-hmm. Like That's something that we've been learning is just radio was paramount. That's where everyone got work, and that's what people mm-hmm. kind of... And that, that goes into, like, the, 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 quote, race records and the blues musicians that came up to Chicago and were making their own records. Yeah. You know, and, the, and those are, those are um, tunes of, like, they were... Uh, almost the purest form of the songwriting style because mm-hmm. they're writing with just the, the bare minimum. Yeah. Excuse me. Bare, bare essentials and you're, it's just like songs, melody, harmony. Um, it sounds kind of like into lines intertwining. Um, What's that in the Spinal nine? tap. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Multiple lines intertwining. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, but anyway, David Saint Hubbins. There's, there's Nigel Tufnell, actually. Mm. That's a Nigel Tufnell quote. <laughs> anyway, my point being is, it's, just, it's, it's, it's we're we're going back down to the purest form of the song structure, of the American song structure. You know. Yeah, but you're saying we, as in that's what you guys. I, I feel what, that's what you guys are doing when you guys are, you know, you know, uh, either sharing the stuff with me or sharing with your audience. Or sharing it with um, with each other, yeah. Or discovering it yourselves. It's like it's like like the we were talking about the Leuven brothers today, yeah, yeah. And I forgot that all my you know my my favorite uh, modern favorite like rock country acts that kind of got into country, like the Flying Breeder brothers, like the Graham Parson types, and and the and the Chris Hillmans and the yeah. 
we're all looking at those guys. Those guys. Yeah. And like I didn't Don, think about Don and that. Phil were huge mm-hmm. influences on on those those guys, you know. Yeah. And and countless amount of people like I mean, yeah, but there's so many. Like the doing the show we've been doing has kind of been the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. and it's or kind of a gateway um to like this entire world of different artists that right. we just never thought about, like the Blue Sky Boys, the Delmore Brothers, the um, Bales Brothers, the the Stanley Brothers, um, and the Kershaw Brothers, who were like these Louisiana guys. I mean, Rusty and Doug Kershaw. And, Clayton. and who's Clayton? Clayton Kershaw. Oh, that might not be the same family, is it? I mean, I'd hope so. I hope so. Is you he know a, Clayton Kershaw? Is? No, I don't. He's like the he's the like the Dodgers ace pitcher for the last ten years. Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> Clay, yeah. Clay, he's from Texas. He's a Texas, Texas guy. Boy, yeah. Well, you know, you never know. The family could could have uh, some kind of relation. But yeah, it's uh, it's just so cool to be kind. Of, we're specifically digging into like brother acts, mm-hmm. like the kind of history of brother acts in American music and stuff. Um, and it's it's super educational to just see what the industry was like at different times. Yes, and you know how people sought out like they needed to be entertained. They needed to work. So yeah, uh, the yeah. I mean, radio was huge. It's it's really interesting. Like the how influential radio was, and then when TV came about, and then and then the uh, industrial revolution in the I guess the fifties and or the fifties and sixties and Technology was changing for recording, right? And things just shifted, right? You because me. you could you could send things out. You can get music to people differently, right? And that's never stopped. It, it since that time, like it's it's exponentially changed, you know. Mm-hmm. But roots music is amazing. Like, I mean, you you can take it as far back to early humans, you know. Right. But like. Yeah, that I think I just feel like roots music is something that will never die. So kind of yeah. studying it and knowing it more is like almost a responsibility of of any musician, I feel like. Sure. I mean, you got to just be you mm-hmm. and respond to reality as you are and who you are now right. in, in now in the now time. But yeah, I mean it's they say no you like no his know your history or you'll mm-hmm. repeat it kind of thing. But I guess yeah, I think I think um, my favorite is history doesn't repeat itself, but it kind of rhymes. It kind of rhymes. Yeah, it rhymes off. It yeah. often rhymes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a George Lucas right? It's like poetry; it rhymes. Yeah, and he was trying to you know ex- you know rationalize his decision making on the um, Phantom Menace. Oh. you know, controversial stuff. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Depends. I, I I steer clear of Star Wars arguments more than I used to. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were more gung ho about getting into them. No, I mean, like I think it's just a there's a level of like fandom that can't be um, there's a level of fandom that can't be um, mastered. Like we were talking about like, like the Game of Thrones. There's a lot of people that were disappointed, but I think the expectations were as uh, as such where they they could never be pleased. Yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean, yeah, that applies to any aspect of life. A lot of Star Wars is like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, for for me, it took me 
I, I got, I went in deep on Game of Thrones. Like I, it became something that I, like I watched all of it several times through. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, you know, being on the road, we have these like six, seven hour yes. drives where I have all the, <laughs> the, you know, the episodes on my hard drive. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll watch an episode again. And one thing leads to another and you see the whole show six times through. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just the, it's that whole thing like about just being a creative person. You make things and it's so much easier to kind of judge or just like kind of judge people who are making things. But right. you're, if you're not making something, just go ahead and make something that you want the world to see that sure. you think the, should should be yeah. the way it is, you know. And you can be a critic up the wazoo, but like good on them for just doing it, you yeah, know. They finished it. <laughs> Jeezy, crazy. Yeah, what a... <laughs> What they had under- to finish it yeah. sometime, man. Yeah, and it's end. disappointing because, like, they had been so intelligently treating certain things and it felt like it just kind of, you know, the, it lost a certain... It, it was... There weren't things that had oomphs or, like, like a real triumph spirit to it. There were things that kind of petered away, but... I, I think, you know, just the way for a show that, that made its reputation on... on um, um, not deliver like like they made a they made a show that basically uh, uprooted uh, common common character tropes and plot tro- uh, plot points and and things that would be considered like you're expecting to happen yeah. except they you know between him between them the the writers and and George R R Martin like we're we're really basically really. twisting concepts together so by the time when you get to the point where everybody's hyping the big big points and they actually do deliver on the big points you all want to see, you know, it becomes like, Oh, well we're getting this now. And it's like, you're expecting it to still be either teased further or, or, um, yeah. Or, or in a slightly different vein that like, it's actually happening. Like, like, um, well, the, the last two seasons were different than the first six, mm-hmm. um, six, Seven, there's eight, eight seasons, so there's yeah. the first six, yeah. Yeah, um, and it's, I, I mean, I've I've heard stories, I don't know, but I mean, they apparently they got the Star Wars to write Star Wars, and then they oh yeah, right. and then the, they the kind of said, all right, let's Disney let's got them. yeah, and they said, okay, we're gonna finish up doing the Game of Thrones thing, but I think HBO and George R. R. Martin wanted it to continue several more seasons. I could believe that. Yeah, well, well what, George wants George needs. Uh, he needs uh, time <laughs> to yeah. finish the books. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's on his own path, and rightfully so. But yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's an, a cultural phenomenon because there's so many archetypes yeah. in that show that really nailed it, you know? Right. Like, a lot of things, and it's just a different time, you know? It's, I think that medieval, you know, the, the Iron the Iron Age, you know, where it's just, it's always so attractive, you know? Because mm-hmm. you're... The, the warrior it's the archetype of the warrior and the hero and the queen and the 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 um you know the motherly figure and the the crone you know the faith of the seven is right. like it kind of represents all those things and it's just such a smart this is a smart show I, i've but you know nothing's gonna be every, everything everyone wants it to I mean, what's george george uh no abraham lincoln say 
I was going to say George Lincoln. Um, he said you can't please all the people all the time. Well, you, can please some fool, you can fool some of the people. Is fooling some of the it people. It was fooling. Yeah, you can, well, you can fool some of the people. Fooling some of the time. is a form of pleasing, I guess. You can, some, you can fool some people all the time, I think. But you can't fool all the people all, all the, the time. time. So you can say that about pleasing them, too. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but, that's the way it goes. Uh, but moving moving back back to um, kind of what you're actually up to, you you uh, I was able to listen to your your EP that you were working on the last year or so. I don't know how you were. Yeah. It, was, it was made on the road. Yeah, last um, year in uh, Ashland, Oregon, at Rich Reese's, our our uh, friend mm-hmm. and agent. He uh, I w- I just so happened that it was like. Uh, some break we had that was like maybe a week long, but we were moving around a bit. And I, but I kind of planned this. I was going to house it for him. So I, he went off to do some stuff. I think he actually went to go hang with my brother. They were doing some small trip together. Okay. Um, to see the Young Dubliners play. Okay. Their buddies, and uh, yeah, I, I was watching his house for like two and a half or three days, and that was the first time I'd been alone. Mm-hmm. For that, I could even remember. Right, like uninterrupted alone time, and like he had a drum set there, and I just kind of, I've got, I've got my microphone, the one you're actually talking on. Yes. <laughs> and I, I just set it up. I put it in the right spot on the drum kit, you know, mm-hmm. to get the. I did a little YouTube video search for miking a kit with one. You probably mic. saw that reverb one that talked about how to mic with like the minimum one, minimum two, kit. three, four, yeah, five. Yeah. This this dude. I, I saw that. Yeah, name. Video. He's great really though. Good. It's a good video. Yeah, I really liked it. And um, so I just set the mic up, and I put um, my I set up open files on GarageBand and just set different tempos. So mm-hmm. I just chose a tempo. I put the click in. And I pressed record and I played for like on drums for like 15 minutes on each file. So I, and from I just would kind of play until I found a groove and really felt like I locked into it. And then I from that groove, I'd kind of play some fills and then play other things. And so I had enough to work with that. I did that 12 times and I pieced together in that day, the same day yeah. I did those 12 things. And then I pieced together these rough versions of songs like a a section b section c section kind of thing Mm -hmm. with like fill transitions you know just super simple and the next day i played sat at the piano and i found progressions that i liked over each uh, each you know drum structure and then the next day i did the same thing with an acoustic guitar and then from that point those three days i did those 12 songs and then on the road I just, you know, I guess it, it was traveling across, driving from L.A. to the East Coast with mm-hmm. Zach. I was in the back of our tour van bus thing. And uh, I was just tracking electric guitar that whole time. And wow. then um, all through uh, where'd Canada. Get, where'd you get the power? Oh, it's just uh, through the little mini um, Scarlet Oh, so you just went straight in. And straight into the computer. And he used, like, use like, a, one of the, the Apple amps that they yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like, right. I, I I never let it just be the stock thing. Like, I would always sure. open it up and tweak things and play with things a bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, you do what you can with what you've got yeah. when you've got it. So, um, yeah, so I did all the electric guitar 
like driving across the country in a van. And then, um, in, it sounds so good for how you're describing it. Just like, I'm so used to like the getting, getting it. it, it it's actually quite inspiring that everything's being made on like, uh, like a, a go both willpower and just like not letting, uh, just getting with the, the, the gear, not letting the gear be a, a main, like, yeah, know. yeah, to, to any hangups, like, whatever you have, just make something, you know? You know, because I, I sort of scoff sometime at the bedroom, the bedroom um, laptop, like, kid making records. Yeah. Because most of the time, they're not making very good records. Well, or yeah, the songs I mean, I'm not are very saying, good, you know, but, but the uh, thing is, the songs are good, and, you, you know, you've, you've been, you've been honing this down for, you know, years so like like the 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 tones and the sounds you want in your head and you know yeah the what i've basically all my decision was that i'm just gonna follow my intuition because it's the same way i paint sure or i I draw and stuff like i just you just go you just do you lay it down and then you piece things together you play with it until you feel like okay i can leave this alone yeah and like that like there's no hesitation with the way you're going about it in, in a good way. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to follow my intuition and you know, the, the hesitation is in just, is in like, you'll try something and then you'll hear it and you're like, this just doesn't fit mm-hmm. or it's not hesitation. It's just kind of reflecting on your actions, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's, great but i i had fun doing it yeah just and, that's the most important thing that's all too. that yeah that's all that matters and it's like a, it's me just kind of flexing the creative muscle and yeah i mean all the synth parts that i did to kind of try and write vocal melodies over it were done when we were touring across canada so okay. i was in the the front seat of the van and i had this little midi keyboard mm-hmm. and i was just kind of screwing around with it on all the drives we were doing and then I tracked all the bass in Arroyo Grande, Arroyo Grande, uh, in California. Okay. I think it's Arroyo. I think it's Grande. Arroyo Grande, Grande? Central Coast, Grand? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Central Coast by uh, by um, Paso Robles. Yeah, yeah. And we, were, yeah, we were playing the Clark Center out there. It's a really nice theater, um, and yeah. So I just did bass in like one day. At, in a hotel room, <laughs> staying there. And then I did percussion in uh, Annapolis, Maryland. Good town. Good um, town. Yeah. At Shout our, out to Sparrow. Yeah, David Sparrow's out <laughs> there. We, we have a, just the most wonderful, wonderful human being, an angel. This woman named Madeline Davis and her friend Dee Freeman. Mm-hmm. They're the sweetest people ever. And they just like, we met them through playing and they always let us stay at, at their house, mm-hmm. or, or at Madeline's house. And they t- just take crazy good care of us it's like it's this most amazing thing and but yeah so we were staying at her place and uh did percussion there and then i was just waiting for vocals to do vocals um and and we bought this house so i could do vocals (laughs) 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 yeah and more things of course but uh, yeah, I mean, like looking. I, I just what I love about this this little apartment here, and I I, I can can't say enough. <laughs> no, uh, is the the idea is it's, it's it's sort of like you really put your sort of men, your personality and your you know your your attitudes or things or whatever. Like the the espresso maker, the mini bar, the 
yeah. little drum room closet. The the <laughs> which is you know yeah, and the fact that you have space to do that is awesome. There's a because it is really an apartment with a with like a three you know with a with a bedroom and a bathroom in its own its own space. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I you know I could be. I mean, it's fully contained, self-contained in here. It's awesome. Yeah. And you know, it's not my. You do what you you can with what you have mm-hmm. when you have it. So. This is a first step for us. I mean, moving to Nashville was, or outside of Nashville was like the right progression for yeah, us. Yeah, just looking outside and being where we are, it really feels like, like being here. I've probably been more in a, in a more, I haven't been in a more creative space than, um, oh, oh, I can't remember when. Crazy. That's <laughs> but just amazing. like, you just feel like, oh, and just ideas keep flowing through and you just feel yeah. like it's a very peaceful place where just things you could just you're not bothered by anybody or anything yeah. to work on things you've you're, you're i've i have you're you've, this is the most efficient i've, I've per, like you've put out nine songs since i've been here and worked on nine tunes yeah well i did the the seven and then i've just finished two more and then i'm i have three more to do okay so and you, then i'm going to start the next project nine yeah. nine songs and i've been here since Friday, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's today's Tuesday, so nine. It's almost almost two songs a day, average with, with vocals. Yeah, yeah, because everything else was tracked and all that. But I've been oh, okay. But I also like, did that the Marty Robbins thing that was just because I literally when you got here, like I set up drums. Okay, it's yeah. like that. Like that's the beginning. So, okay. like yeah, <laughs> we're it's just starting to get sounds yeah. and see what I can make with what I've got. And it's stuff. great. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. You coming actually was an inspiration. It was like, oh, oh shoot, I got to get my stuff. Oh, in order. That's so nice because <laughs> <laughs> you're a you're a, you're a professional. I, I appreciate that. You know, and mm-hmm. this this feels like a you know like a a place where um, you know you guys are out and about. But I think you guys are starting to uh, round into form about what how how long you want to spend on the road and how long you want to spend here working on your, everything. Because I know Zach's got yeah. um, stuff upstairs that. And, and which is, involves you as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, we've got a lot of... We, I mean, we one thing we had a lot of time to do is talk about, pro, like, projects. What yeah. can we do? What should we do? Well, and why and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's... it's we, We've brainstormed a lot about different creative projects as the Zmed Brothers. And um, the first one is definitely doing a Felice and Boodle O'Brien record, mm-hmm. you know, making 12, I mean, a, f- a first volume of just their tunes, like not necessarily songs that were Everly songs, but just a, a whole plethora of like, that kind of are anchor points to their career in some yeah. way. And, Cause they're a huge reason why we're here, mm-hmm. th- that family and stuff. Uh, so why you're physically here. In yeah. In, in, in Columbia. Oh, and yeah. In Columbia yeah. and in Tennessee and, and how we got to where we are and mm-hmm. stuff because of the the music we're celebrating and the history that we're celebrating. It's, they're a huge part yeah. of it. Oh, like, of course. Huge. And it's, yeah, so it's crazy. We got to, we know their son, Dell. <laughs> it's like from doing the show, playing in Franklin, we, well, it was really Billy Steinberg who introduced us to Dell, which was just, just the coolest thing ever that he... He did that, but you know Billy, who Billy Steinberg is. I I know it. He uh, he wrote. Um, well, he's it was a writing team. Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg, and uh, 
Oh, this is this is coming. It's gonna bite me in the ass. Um, they wrote True Colors for Cindy Lauper. Yes, and, and yes, yeah. So emotional yeah, right. for because we talked about Tyson. Houston. Yeah, Tyson's dad and yeah, ability. Tyson yeah. Kelly's dad uh, from King Washington. Well, are they still doing it? I don't think they are. Tyson's in England somewhere. Yeah, and he started doing the Beatles tribute thing. Yeah, I or know. wasn't a beautiful I knew that. Right? Yeah. I knew that. I was just playing. But I think fool. he, he <laughs> but I think he moved to to England at this point. I don't know if we're. Yeah. Is. I gotta talk to George about what he's doing because he's always in Camarillo because his family's in Camarillo. Yeah. It's just how I knew. How I, Those guys are so damn talented. I love yeah. That. But I yeah, every time we do an Ambrosia show. I always play their music. House, I always play King Washington's house music because it works. Because uh, Joe Porte gets a kick out of it, and he's yeah. like, "I wish they were still doing stuff." And that's how I found out they weren't a thing anymore. Through Joe, through Joe, yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a damn damn shame, but you know, but we they st- made some great we made work. great records, and it's and out I, there. They're still, you know, they're they're not going away. The records aren't going away. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so. it's. That's, uh, that's the nice thing. It's yeah. A, yeah, they they captured what they were at at the times that they were what they were. Mm-hmm. That's all you can ask for. It, but um, but yeah. So to, uh, Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg. Yeah, Billy is um, we my Zach and I used to play for him with him at uh, certain events and stuff. And okay, we were introduced to him through uh, a Paul Kilmeister, Paul Ender. I have his drum kit. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I know that guy. I don't know that guy. I know you, and you had his drum kit that you. Um, yeah, I got a bass drum yeah. from him, and uh, I fixed it up and all that. And little Le- little Sepultura's dr- bass drum. Oh, oh sorry, Sepultura. The, oh, okay. This like uh, metal band from the eighties or nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he introduced us to to um Billy Steinberg and he's the sweetest man and just like it, we we played uh several events with him like where we would sing the songs that like he wouldn't do, couldn't like didn't want to sing cuz sure. like so emotional <laughs> my Zach and I did a two-part harmony kind of version of Whitney Houston so emotional oh okay we yeah. did uh, I drove all night um that they wrote for uh, Roy Orbison oh, okay and uh Wow, man, yeah, it was, and we did a, a little because so crazy thing about "Like a Virgin" that song they wrote that for Madonna, but mm-hmm. Billy originally kind of wrote it as more of a lullaby, and his version of the song. Oh, I know. When I've, he, I've seen you've played performed it very much like a yeah, in a, in a more of this touch. sweeter kind of two. We do a two part harmony thing of it, but it, it's so sweet seeing him perform it because yeah. he's just. Playing one, uh, just one acoustic guitar and just yeah. singing this really sweet version of the song. Leave it to like, Nile Rodgers to fuck up his song, you know. <laughs> Wait, no, no. It, um, <laughs> is that the? Produ- I think he's the producer. Nile well, Rodgers produced that Madonna version. Well, but the, here's the thing: the demo that they made, like Madonna followed to a T. Okay. Because um, Billy does the lyrics, and Tom Kelly, Tyson's dad, he does he does the music. Got it. And. Uh, so the the demo itself was like very much okay. the way that they that uh, Madonna followed it, but but yeah, the, just the lyrics were and the way his performance was of it was just right. so sweet. And, <laughs> but yeah, so he I don't know. Yeah, Billy introduced us to to Adele, which it's just crazy. I mean, there's a I, there's a rule I say around around my my friends. And other people that I know that I talk about you guys, and it's like, 
there's a six degree to a med game. Yeah. You know, there's always like a, like, I don't know how many people that you know that we have like mutual friends that I, we probably have mutual friends we don't even know our mutual friends yet, you know? Yeah, that's, because, you know, like, they could be know, meeting right now. It could be. <laughs> they go, oh, yeah. Like, I just went to the NAM show a couple of years ago where the NAM, we went, you guys were in NAM with, um, yeah, we with your, went with uh, Richie Podler and Bill Cooper. Yeah, yes, the, yeah. they ran American Recording right. Studio for a long time, and those guys are just just legends and vet- veterans of the music industry. Yeah. Just but I, you know, we were rocking on the show floor, and and there was like there was, you could filter with a with a uh, <laughs> you could filter with your hand how many people like you knew or got remembered <laughs> or well, passed, and it's like. I, that's funny. I mean, because I just feel so antisocial all the time. I just feel so <laughs> like I don't. There's so much that I could be doing that I'm not doing. You know, kind sure. of. Sure. You know, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I it's think it's just something that comes natural. You know, it's just I don't know, or it's just being in in that sort of space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, our. I guess you never know. Yeah, you just got to do things, and. We can be our own worst enemies and keep ourselves from being in in certain, uh, you know, seen in certain lights and stuff. But yeah, it's we we've been lucky to just do the work we've been doing and and to be able to keep doing it. Mm. You know, it's some folks can't sustain it and they have to like get a day job. And but we've been lucky to yeah. find ways around. You know, continuing to fully pursue what we're doing, and you can't take it for uh, granted any moment, right? It's granted, right? It it's is not- granted. You can't take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Not granted. Yeah, because that's a rock. It's a rock. I mean, yeah. you could take it for a rock if you wanted to. But yeah. It's, you know, it doesn't have the same um, same <laughs> same learning learning value. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> or point. Or point. Yeah. But yeah, it's so nice. I mean, we've been in this certain mode for three some odd years and we've established the show enough to where it's like, and we want to keep continuing to to organically grow it and have new sections in the show come about. And add the catalog. Yeah, open up the the catalog of songs that we play. Um, But it's at a place that we can... You know, we can, and now that we have a home, it's a nest and we, it's a creative nest and right. we can start fostering projects and, and new art. And that is just paramount. That's huge yes. to us. Yeah. And, but they feed each other. And like, so our plan for 2020 is to do a, you know, a spring, a summer, a winter, or a fall and a winter tour. Mm-hmm. And then within that, have some things that we do one-offs here and there if it's good gigs and right. stuff. But to have, like, a month of uninterrupted time at oh, home, yeah. Yeah. To, like, gosh, like, that would be fantastic. Because, I mean, yeah, you know you know the drill of, of touring and sure. that's yeah. our life support. So we're able to have this. So right. you go out, you earn it, and, and then you work. You mm-hmm. come back and then you work. So that's kind of the setup that we're looking for. And uh, it's it's fantastic. I think you set up a really nice space. It's, yeah, it's, thanks, man. Um, I think we can wrap this up pretty quickly. I think we got yeah covered because we got less just enough an hour. But I want I want to be able to um, 
you know, uh, focus on a little bit on your, um, at least where you can find the new the new record. Because I know you're just kind of putting it out yourself, just throwing it out there. Yeah, everything. Yeah. I yeah, just did everything, start to finish. Like no one heard it until would, I just released it. Yeah. Would you Would you put it on like a, a avail make it available on a, a more st- like streaming? platforms and stuff well it's on I, I just put it on soundcloud right because i have a file on there and it's like the easiest way for i could it. just send a link to somebody sure you know and i'll, I'll um, put a link on it oh well on. thank just you man oh yeah and i've I, but to me it's i just want to keep doing things i feel like the right moment will show itself when it's like i need to take it to the next level okay but i just want to just make a bunch of stuff right now and just, uh, you know, share it with the small community of people that I'm connected to and just keep doing it until I feel like there's enough of a body of work that kind of has some spirit to it and all mm-hmm. that. But yeah, I mean, it's just, they're collage songs. They're just yeah. chunked together things. And, um, it's a fun way of working, but I think I'll find other ways to work too. But I'm just trying things, you know. But yeah, I, I would like to get it out there. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I can, I can help you out there. Let me know. If, like anything you need from me, please let me oh, know. Ah, thank you. Like I want to attach. I want. I want a hunch. I want a, a hunchback. <laughs> I want to ride your coattails. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> the wake of. Uh, I want. I want to. I want to somehow be involved, even though that's that's a, a weird way of saying. It. But I, I just just because it is such, it's such good stuff. That's crazy. Thank yeah. you for so saying that. So whatever you need from me, just let me know, and I can I'll, I'll help it out. I'll be out. Thank you, man. It's so cool to hear that. Like, I just uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna keep making things. So yeah. I'll be sharing it. I'll, on I'll the be. Platforms. I'll be um, listening. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm so glad you're here. And yeah. you want another margarita? Yeah, let's 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 stop this podcast and have one more margarita. All right, All right. let's Thanks do it. Again. Thank you, man. Thanks, Thanks for it. <laughs>